Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. When you bought a single back in the 1960s, it had an A side or what they called a plug side, which Mm -hmm. is why when you used to pay money to have songs played on the radio, it wasn't called payola at the beginning. It was called plugola because when you received the 45, there was what was known as a plug side. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Normally, I say at the beginning of the show on the Rock School Radio Network because we have now 22 uh, radio stations strong. Ooh, happy dance. Well, we're now at 23, ladies and gentlemen. We have a brand new affiliate, and we always start the show where we get the affiliate by saying hello, 90.5 KTRL Stevensonville, Texas, on the campus of Tarleton University. They are the Texan Riders, thank you for running the Rock School radio show. Nice. And on top of that, I uh-huh. received a, a nice email from a fella down in Melbourne, Australia. Where? Melbourne, Australia. You know, down under. But I'm not going to do the Australian <laughs> accent because I would you sound like so badly, a don't bad you? Steve Irwin. So I'm sure we have other people. If you're listening to us outside of the United States, we would love to get an email from you. Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Hopefully we have somebody in the uh, Armed Forces that's listening I would also. love to get on the Armed Forces radio network. Let us know, guys. I have, I have yet to submit, but I think it would be fun to be on the Armed Forces radio network. All right, let's talk about what we're doing today. In the third week of 2019, Pop-Tart Ariana Grande achieved a milestone by holding the top three spots on the Billboard 100, the chart. You're not number one until you're number one on the Billboard 100. Many little you know, uh, what do you call it, blogs and newspapers and what have you, made the claim that the Beatles had been equaled. No, not so. Yes, uh, not so. The Beatles, back in 1964, April to be exact, Uh held the top five spots. Woo! And then seven others down the chart, because it's the hot 100. Uh So today I want to talk about how hard it is to do what Ariana Grande did, holding the top three, it's really a milestone. You can't put her down. But she in no way equaled the Beatles. Okay. Again, the Beatles were the top five. And then the Beatles held seven other down the 100 chart. I can't take anything away from her. No, give the girl her props. Good for you. God bless. Yeah. I'm glad that you did it. Number one, you're not the first to do it since the Beatles. If you allow a little bit of concession here and there. Okay. And on top of that, I'd like to talk about today why the Beatles can never be equaled again. 
There's about seven different reasons, and I'd like to go over those. I don't believe that. Would it kill you if I played Ariana Grande just to sort of say, this is what she sounds like? This is what's number one in the United States right now? Why are you putting this off on me? You're you're the one who's dying on the inside. It's not me, dude. You're a girl. (laughs) Okay. Here's Ariana Grande. What? You're not going to play her? Yeah, because look, she is the first since the Beatles to hold the top three. Well, maybe. This is what she sounds like. This is what music is today here on Rock School. Thought I'd end up with Sean, but it wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about Ricky, now I listen and laugh. Even almost got married, and for Pete I'm so thankful. Wish I could say thank you to Malcolm, cause he was an angel. One taught me love, one taught me patience, and one taught me pain. I didn't play it because I thought it was a wonderful song. It's the idea of this young lady. It's been since 1964 that anyone has held any more than two songs in the top 100. She's done three. So don't take anything from her. But on the same idea, don't equal her to the Beatles. Here's what happened. Ariana Grande's top three songs were Seven Rings, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, and Thank You Next, all from the album Thank You Next. An achievement to be sure. But again, as many of the blogs and newspapers, online stuff had said, it's equal to the Beatles. No, it's not, because the Beatles had the top five and then seven others down the road. The thing is, she's not the first to do it if you allow a little bit of play. You know the rapper 50 Cent? Yeah. Yeah. If something costs 45 cents, you give them 50 cent, and then they give you a nickel back. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I fell for that. But here you go. 50 Cent had three songs in the top five back in 2005. Candy's Shop was number one. The Games How We Do was at number four, in which the you know, the rapper 50 Cent was uh, featured. And then Disco Inferno was at number five. So he put three in the top five. Again, not equal to the Beatles, but you can't take it away from the man. He really was popular at the, at the time. The Weeknd, you know the guy, the, the singer, The Weeknd? He has a huge mane of hair. Okay. He sort of has it all piled up on the top of his head and on the back. Okay. The Weeknd actually beat Ariana Grande to having three at the top of the chart simultaneously. In July of 2015, The Weeknd had earned it at number three. The Hills at number two. And Can't Feel My Face at number one. <laughs> 
Okay. <gasps> oh, no. Here's the problem. There's an old statement. It There's ain't, a problem? It ain't number one till it's number one on Billboard. Yeah. They're talking at the, uh, about the Billboard Hot 100. Right. The weekend owned the top three spots on the Billboard R&B chart. Is that equivalent to what Ariana Grande has done? See, therein lies the uh, problem. Well, come on. You got to know the amount of people, yes? I'm sure. But remember, the Hot 100 is a conglomeration of all other charts. Uh-huh. It is only made up. The R&B chart is of itself. The Hot 100 is made up of everything else. So Ariana Grande. Oh, I think she did. I think what she did was better than just the R&B. I do too. I do too. But you can't take it away. I'm not taking anything away from him. No. What he did, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was spectacular. I'm not playing the weekend. Let's just start playing Beatles songs. You know, twist and shout. You're the Beatles on Rock School. Coming out of the Beatles, if I talk about The weekend and I talk about Ariana Grande and I talk about 50 Cent, that begs the question, was anyone else close? Yeah, tell me. Right. Now, there's been a couple people who have had one and two, but see, that doesn't defeat Ariana Grande. you got to have one, two, three on the charts at one time, and they've got to be high. Who had, before Ariana Grande, Okay. who had come the closest to, to doing it? Well, it had to be the Stones. Uh, actually, no. Uh, Lionel Richie did it with Endless Love. He was at number 18, Say You, Say Me. Okay. Number 94, and then All Night Long at number 96. All right, I, I understand that. Okay. Those songs were huge. Boys to Men. I'll Make Love to You was at 22, One Sweet Day was at 38, and End of the Road was at 55. All right. Okay, so they had three on the chart. Sure. The Bee Gees, How Deep Is Your Love was at 25, Night Fever was at 42, and Staying Alive was at 59. 59? Well, it was on its way down. It was on its way down. Okay. A song goes up and then has to fall off the chart. And in terms of radio programming, at least to me, yeah. when a song begins to go down the chart, you pull it completely. Yeah, you but, pull but, it off the air. Yeah, but but it, it doesn't fall that quickly, right? No, it doesn't. But in terms of airplay, uh-huh. bye-bye. When, the, oh, well, when is, when is the bye-bye moment? As soon as it starts to move down the chart, which means well, no, it's no, losing no, no, no. interest. No, you mean, it, it, what if it, it's at number one and then it goes to number three? You're telling me you're going to pull it? Maybe I'll play it for a week and then, yeah, it's gone. It's losing popularity. It's on its way out. Wow. Yep. I'd shelve it. Shame on you. No, no, no. I'd shelve it for about three months. And then I would start doing call-out research. I had people who would do call-out research for me, mm-hmm. basically saying to audience members, people who had won contests, do you still like this song? Is this still of interest to you? And when they said, no, 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 I've had enough of it. No, no, no. It, may, it might have taken three to six months before they say, okay, that's pretty good. Then we start bringing it back as a recurrent. 
Gotcha. Make sense? Yeah. Yep. Also, Paul McCartney came close. Silly Love Songs at number 40, Say 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 at 44, and Ebony and Ivory coming in at 76. That's the closest anyone had come before the Beatles. April 4th, 1964. Here's the thing. Number one, Can't Buy Me Love. Number two, Twist and Shout. Number three, She Loves You. Number four, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Number five, Please, Please Me. That's what the Beatles had. And it's my opinion, it will never be equaled. And I was able to find a tremendous amount of support for my statement online, which will, which will be what the rest of the show is about. Why can this never happen again? You know, God bless Ariana did, Grande. Did you, you can't say take never? It no, you'll never get five. Never. 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 You'll never get five and then seven more down the chart. And there's multiple reasons, and it has to do with the way music works Are you going to tell us why? Of course. i got to fill the rest of the hour. Oh, good. Oof. Beatles, I want to hold your hand. Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, was the number one song the day my wife was born. <laughs> and I want to hold her hand here on Rock School. <laughs> break once again here were the top five april 4th 1964 number one can't buy me love followed by twist and shout she loves you i want to hold your hand and please please me then down the run until you got down to number uh, 100 i guess it was right there were seven other spots held by the beatles i saw her standing there at 31 from me to you at 41 do you want to know a secret 46 all my lovin 58 you can't do that. 65, roll over Beethoven, 68, and thank you, girl, at 79. Whoa. Oh, it gets better. What? The How does it get better? The next week, the Beatles did not hold the top five, okay? But two more songs came on. So you had also There's a Place and Love Me Do, which meant at one point in time, 14 songs were on the Hot 100 for the Beatles. Beatlemania. Does right? that make does that make sense? It makes total sense. Okay. Here's the concern. Why will this never happen again? Reason number one. Simple amount of music. If you go on Wikipedia, and I, I get it, academics lose their mind. It's Wikipedia, everything's wrong. Actually, it's not. Wikipedia, when it is tested, when we're dealing with specifically factual information. Right, how, two plus two. Right, when was a person born, that kind of stuff. Wikipedia mm -hmm. holds up. It's all the additional stuff. Why did we go to war in Iraq? That's when it starts oh, to go to heck. It's like theory things the, that they fall apart with. Right. <laughs> the factual stuff is not so bad. Here's the thing. If you go in 
and you look at the Beatles and the music they released until 1964, there were 62 Beatles songs available. Oh my gosh. Simply go to Beatles Wikipedia discography and count them. Now that's from the beginning of their release through 1964, April. There were 62 songs and it's always doubled, which means it's not 62 songs, it's 31 singles. Because of B-side, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. And because of the way that Billboard decided to play with songs, you could split the tunes. And even if the first, the A-side, the hit side, if it shot up the chart, the B-side was also given some pull up the chart. So back then you could get that done. But still, 62 songs were available. If you look at Ariana Grande, she has released 29 singles in total. In total. So she could never equal right. the amount of music that was available. Now, somebody's going to say, Joe, you go all the way back to 1961, 62 with my Bonnie. That's not going to run up the chart. You're right. But still, the music was there. When you look at Ariana Grande, she's released 29 singles to date. Go to her Wikipedia discography page and count them. I did. So number one, she simply cannot equal the Beatles because today they don't release music in the same simple veracity that music was released back then. Right. Okay, so that's reason number one. This will never happen again. And okay. furthermore, they were, I know what people are going to say, oh, the Beatles released albums. You're correct, but they were really compilations at the beginning mm -hmm. of the singles that the Beatles released. You know, I just put them all together. Yeah. Because everything came on a 45. Right. So right. that's number reason number one why, and again, I can't take anything away from Ariana Grande. Good for her. You got the top three. You're never going to touch the Beatles again. It, it, will it will shock me into the grave if it ever happens because I just don't think the variables are there. Well, how, how high can she go, do you think? I don't think anyone's going to defeat three. Really? Oh, no. You're throwing that out there? It would shock. It would throw me into the grave if somebody defeated three. Get out. We have a brand new affiliate. So both of the breaks today belong to this new affiliate. Would you tell us who that is, Tammy? Well, that's 90.5 KTRL in Arlington. <laughs> is that right? Hey, hey, hey. Say it. Way to practice before the break. Shut up. Way to, way to not look oh, at Pinterest. Please. Yeah. Stevensville. Yeah, I Texas. I want to go there. Yeah. I love Texas. Okay, let's get out of this before somebody realizes who we are. Who back, are you? Back in a minute here on Rock School. <laughs> Hey, Rock School listener, if you are listening to this on podcast and thinking to yourself, gosh, this would sound so much better on the radio, well, it can be. The Rock School Radio Show is available to any radio station here in the United States or abroad. We already have one in Spain. What you need to do if you'd like to help us out is contact your local radio station and say, hey, why don't you run the Rock School Radio Show? It's free. Yeah, free. Doesn't cost them anything. We will take as many affiliates as we can and we're giving it away. Have them get in touch with me or Todd. Todd will talk to them. Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Southeastern.edu slash rockschool. And there's a little button on there that says contact us. And that's where they contact us. Thanks a lot. Right there in advance. Hopefully we can get on another radio station. Thanks to you. Okay, coming out of the break. 
This is not an official reason because I can't set it into any kind of a statistical-based thing, so I'm just going to do a quick and get into another Beatles song here. Yeah, do it. Okay. I don't think it's ever going to happen again because I just don't think the music's as good. I don't think the music is as good as the Beatles. Really? Ariana Grande did not write these songs. These songs were written by somebody who is creating candy cane type stuff to, how do you put this, placate the masses. Whereas the Beatles sat down and wrote new stuff, stuff that shocked people. Remember the Beatles hit. When Beatlemania hit, we were in a folk world. Oh, and yes. We, we needed were, to get out quickly. Right. We were on the mm-hmm. other side of the death of President Kennedy. Yeah. We were in a down world. Right. And all of a sudden, these mop-top guys who were just ridiculously handsome showed up from the U.K., and to they, save us. Right. They, it really was. And I don't know why that's anything bad. God bless them for coming over and doing it. We needed this to happen. And right now, we're so placated. We are so given plastic stuff that is built to make us happy rather than move us forward. It is just my opinion, and it's only my opinion. The music today just simply isn't as good okay now maybe that's me and dana carvey you kids get off my lawn it totally is i believe but i think i'm right gotta play some Beatles stuff right now hey tammy would you like to know a secret huh huh no i'm gonna play the Beatles here on rock school you'll never know how much i really love you you'll never know how much i really not to tell Whoa, whoa, closer Let me whisper in your ear I'm in love with you Okay, coming out of the Beatles, which, by the way, we're going to do pretty much for the remainder of the show. It's a bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You I are. I am Tammy Burns. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. These are the rock and roll dates, March 18th through March 24th. And then we'll get back into talking why, in my opinion, and many people on the web, it just can't be done again. It just can't. You will never hold the top five. The fact that Ariana Grande holds the or held the top three spots is miraculous. But Write she'll never, down. she'll never get to. No one will ever get to the top five again. So I'm Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. You got Monday. Go. March 18th, 1965. A truck crashes in Scranton, Pennsylvania, carrying 30,000 pounds of bananas. <laughs> Harry Chapin is going to write a song about it. Chapin. Chapin or Harry, Harry Chapin, I said Chapin. What you the did. heck? I'm uh, screwing up. March 19th, 1975, the movie Tommy opens. March 20th, 2015, the final episode of Glee airs. And And there was much rejoicing. March 21, 1952, Cleveland stakes a claim on rock and roll history when the Moondog Coronation Ball is held at the Cleveland Arena, organized by WJW, the Nifty 850, DJ Alan Freed. Mm, 
March 22nd, 1978, Monty Python's Beatles parody, The Ruddles, All You Need Is Cash, airs on ABC. March 23, 1985, Billy Joel marries Christy Brinkley. And then March 24, 1986, The Rolling Stones releases the album Dirty Work, wrapped in red plastic. Why? The plastic is to mask the word dirty in an attempt to not be given the PMRC sticker or what people have been calling the tipper, as in Tipper Gore. Absolutely. No tipper tipper. sticker. Okay, moving on. No tipper allowed. Why won't anyone defeat the Beatles and or at least equal the Beatles in their top five? Well, no. you're, you're taking it better than that. You're saying that no one's going to defeat her either, right? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. And the reason is, and I'm, I'm stealing this from Bruce Spizer. If you don't know who Bruce Spizer is, please go to the Rock School website. That's southeastern.edu slash rock school. Back in July of 2018, we have all our shows archived. Back in July of 18, I had the joy of interviewing Bruce Spizer, who was literally America's foremost authority on the Beatles. As a matter of fact, he wrote the questions for the Trivial Pursuit Beatles edition. Whoa. He knows more than than I've forgotten about the Beatles. He states, I think I have that backwards. He states there will never be another another Beatles mainly because the music is decentralized. Back then, there was a medium pushing the music, and that was radio. People all, all... Everyone. Right, look to a single medium. Right. And that's no longer the case. Radio is no longer the authority. As a matter of fact, there is no authority. It's streaming multiple, multiple places to stream, and it's YouTube, which is unbelievably saturated with people. Anybody who has a, an iPhone and can sing into yeah, it can exactly. put their song up and they on do. YouTube. And they do. So it's it's too saturated. It's too wide open to push a single audience. Much of it is individual audience members choosing individual songs that will never allow us to have another Beatles. It is literally a miracle that Grande was able to do what she did. Now I'm with you. You you, Now I believe it. You think that's a good one? I think that's true, yeah. There you go. Beatles, please please me on Rock School. Because the Beatles songs are so short. Oh, they're tiny. Right, we're talking two, two and a half minutes. They got longer as the Beatles went on, but <laughs> back in the hit making days, you had, I, I think it was three minutes and five seconds uh-huh. was what a 45 would hold on one side, and what people are going to say, no, no, they do more than that. It has to do with the idea of no ghosting, meaning you have not cut the rings so tight that they're reading each other. Right. I think it's three minutes and five seconds was sort of the perfect amount of time for a single. Right. Anything over that, you could start to have problems with the, the walls breaking down, which would be seen as a skip and such. So 
nice short songs. That's that's part of the reason it had to do with the technology as much as writing the songs. Right. Could they have written a song longer? Oh, they of did. Of course, of mm-hmm. course. But the technology wouldn't hold it. But anyway, back to this. Why will it never be done again? No B-sides. When you bought a single back in the 1960s, it had an A-side or what they called a plug side, which mm-hmm. is why when you used to pay money to have songs played on the radio, it wasn't called payola at the beginning. It was called plugola because when you received the 45, there was what was known as a plug side. That was the side you were supposed to plug while you were talking on the air. Really? So it was called plugola to begin with. B-sides worked because of the way that the charts were run by Billboard at that time. If you had a number one song, you were also pulling the B-side up the chart. How is that? It wasn't good. They've now since stopped it. And so what you have is the single and then a slash and then the B-side after. Well, how did they know the B-side was being played is what I'm asking. Fair question. Fair question. It was some kind of, in the same way they figure out streams mm-hmm. today and they make a statement that X number of streams means that you can claim it as the sale of an album. Right. And that's the truth. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but if one or two or three songs off an album stream X number of times, you're able to start getting points towards the album sales chart. Well, they did the same thing back then and it had since been stopped, but. That's not the way digital works. When you put a single up, you put a single up. That's it. You don't carry a B-side with it. And since that's not done anymore, you're not going to get there. You're not going to do it. Another reason why, again, what Ariana Grande did was basically miraculous and will never be equal to what the Beatles did. The technology and the statistical inference of the charts just aren't there. Doing that, what's that going to do to or for her career? Oh, she's spectacularly popular. And I hope she keeps going. I mean, I can't wish bad on anybody. I'm not a fan of her music, but what does that mean to me? What do I care? Right. My father wasn't a fan of my music. So, eh. Beatles, ladies and gentlemen, all my loving here on Rock School. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. <laughs> Close your eyes and I'll kiss you Tomorrow I'll miss you Coming into the second break, as we talk about the idea that congratulations to Ariana Grande, you know, God bless her. I'm I'm proud of the fact that she could do it. Hold the top three spots on Billboard's 100. But no, she did not equal the Beatles, who back in April of 1964 held the top five spots and then seven underneath it. Why will it never happen again? Here is yet another reason. There's no movement. There is no Ariana Grande movement. 
She simply put out an album that was spectacularly popular with a group of people and they purchased the album. But there's no movement going across the United States. Beatlemania right. was a movement. Yeah, any grandmother knew what Beatle, who the Beatles were, right? That's right. Even if you didn't like the music. Even if you didn't listen to it, you probably knew who they were. Right, you knew who it was. It, mm-hmm. It's like back in the 50s, 55, with the Blackboard Jungle. I think it was 55. It might have been 56, which was a, a, a movie that had supposedly the first rock and roll soundtrack. And a lot of people make the point that Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock is the first rock and roll song. I personally don't believe it is, but it's true that it was the first national rock and roll song because it was the theme song of the Blackboard Jungle. I can't believe you you hit that date. 1955. Did I hit it right? Yeah. Thank you very much. Wow. But here's the thing. Even though you didn't like the song, you knew it. I think if you went to a lot of parents and said, who's Ariana Grande? They'd go, I don't know. know. Somebody that my kid listens to. Who is that? Is that my kid's friend in second grade? I don't know. Who is that? Yeah, that's the thing. Is she popular? Yes. Is she a movement? No. Uh, no. No, not at all. And I think that's a problem. We have a brand new affiliate. And once again, brand new affiliates. I think that makes 23. Brand new affiliates make, or they get both of the breaks. So who's our brand new affiliate? Well, they're in Tarleton. They're Tarleton University. <laughs> you, had, you had to do it twice I again. Because the word Tarleton, I've got a really thick tongue. I'm yeah. from the South. Uh, Tarleton University. Tarleton. The- I'd rather fight than quit. That's not true, but go ahead. Okay, they're from Stevensville, Texas, and it's at uh, 90.5 KTRL. All right. Say that again, KTRL. KTRL, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for running the Rock School radio show. And again, look, you want to be an affiliate? You know a radio station you think would be pretty cool to be affiliate? Contact us southeastern.edu slash rock school. Go tell your local radio station about it and hear it on the radio all in perfect uh, stereo wonderfulness. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Hey, Rock School listener. You hear this little thing going on right now? This this music bed that goes on for a minute. We do it twice during the show. This is where a sponsor should be. This is where an underwriter should be. If you or some business you know might want to be that sponsor or underwriter of the Rock School Radio Show, please have that person give us a call, 985-549-2330. Once again, 985-549-2330. You can sponsor the radio show, you can sponsor the podcast, you can sponsor both as other ways of doing it. So call that number, 985-549-2330, and talk with Rachel, or talk to Todd if you really want to talk to Todd for some reason. But Rachel's really who you want to speak to. 509-2330. Thanks. Coming out of the break, yet another reason why that idea of the Beatles holding the top five spots back in April of 1964 will never be defeated even though Ariana Grande got three, it's easier to do it now because of sales. It is Now. Right. It is easier to do it now because of sales. A single that is gold is a half a million in sales. A single that is platinum is a million in sales. 
Anything that's multi-platinum is two million or more. Now, some of you are going to go, Joe, you're wrong. Gold is a million. That's an album. We're talking about singles here. She put three singles at the top. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Here are her three singles. Thank You Next had two million in sales. How do I know that? It's listed as multi-platinum. Okay. And it said 2X. Seven Rings had two million in sales. Once again, go to the Wikipedia discography page. It's listed as platinum 2X. Okay. So that's two million in sales. Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored, one million in sales. Now... Maybe I'm a little wrong because there's more. They just haven't gotten to 3 million. Yeah. But if you add those up, it's 5 million in sales. Right. Okay. Let's half again it. Mm-hmm. Let's say she's actually 7.5 million in sales. Yeah. Okay. In 1964, Can't Buy Me Love was a 2 million seller in the UK alone. Oh my gosh. In the United States, it doubled that. <gasps> so right there... One single of the top five has almost defeated Ariana Grande. Oh my goodness. I want to hold your hand. To date, mm-hmm. today, yeah. 12 million copies in sales. Wow. And we're talking the five. And then seven beneath it. Oh. So in terms of sales, it's simply easier to do it today. So why don't more people do it? Because the music industry is too spread. To spread. Gotcha. And they're not recording and releasing enough music at the same time to do it. Does that make sense? It is making a lot of sense. Beatles, I saw her standing there on Rock School. Time for one more break before we get to the final break. This would be the penultimate break. Okay. Huh? Would you like me to be a thesaurus for you? The, sure. Do a wiki for the us. The ultimate is the last break. The penultimate is the second to last break. Thank you very much. Later today, I'll be talking about the different spellings of there, 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 your, your, and it's, it's. Here's another reason why I don't think it's ever going to happen again. Mm-hmm. The cell of the Beatles in 1964. The selling point of the Beatles was their music first and the fact that they were four cute boys second. Now, were there young screaming girls that were like, oh my God, I got to marry Paul McCartney? Yeah. Of course. But the sell from the company, Capitol Records, was the music first and how gorgeous they were second. Today, I'm of the opinion we sell the visual package first and the music second. I think you're right. You see what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. When you look at today's music, it all sounds the same on purpose. It does. We did a show on why today's music stinks. Mm -hmm. And statistically, 
it has to do with the fact that it's really the same song again and again with the millennial whoop and all of that. If you want to hear that song, Why Today's Music Stinks, go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. And we did a whole show on it. Today, you are either visually sellable or talented. You're not both. Gotcha. If you're talented, you're well, going to play. I'm, I'm both. That's true. Thank goodness I am. If you're visually talented, you can sell out the Superdome. Yes. If you're talented, talented, you're going to sell out Tipitina's. So 3,000 people versus 70,000 wow, people. Wow, we are so shallow, aren't we? Let me ask you a question. Would Ariana Grande have held the top three spots had she been 35 years old and overweight? No. She's, what, she's 25, 26, and she's visually perfect. Right. Right? Right. What if she was 35 and overweight? Oh, my goodness. Get the idea? We all know the politically correct answer, but ladies and gentlemen, please tell the truth. Roll over Beethoven. It's the Beatles on Rock School. Last break on Rock School. Once again, back April 4th, 1964, number one, Can't Buy Me Love, number two, Twist and Shout, number three, She Loves You, number four, I Want to Hold Your Hand, number five, Please Please Me. Way too many factors were in play, if you will, when that happened. It wasn't just simple popularity. Right. There was a movement. There was the idea of how the charts were done. There was the idea of the number of sales. See, today, a lot of people don't buy their music. Yeah. What they do is buy access to their music. Right. That's the idea of Pandora, the idea of Spotify, the idea of Listen Apple Music. Listen to what I want when I want. That's right. Uh-huh. That's why another reason why radio's in trouble. It turned itself into a jukebox. Why would I listen to your jukebox when I can listen to my jukebox? Exactly. Which is another reason why I keep doing this show. I I want to create something that radio stations can play that isn't just simply here let me play you know more Phil Collins songs right. because Phil Collins won't run make you run the opposite direction you'll just simply leave it on in the background in a dentist's While you office. Die. <laughs> exactly that. Let's do something that challenges the audience. And it's probably one of the reasons we're having such wonderful success right now. We got enough people sort of grabbing on to it. The Beatles were the Beatles because of so many other factors other than they wrote great songs. And I think one of the factors also is that they had the good fortune of being 
born so they can create music in 1964. Yeah. If the Beatles had not come around until 1973, would they have been the Beatles? No. No. They would have. Absolutely not. That's the. Why was Mozart so popular? Because he was unbelievable. Well, also because he had the good fortune of being born when Mozart was born. Right. Right? It's a lot of things and not taking away from Ariana Grande. I can't say bad things about her. I don't care for her music. My daughter loves her to death. I mean, she dated that guy from Saturday Night Live, and, you know, who cares? Oh, she dumped him also. She dumped him, yeah. So success for her. Mm -hmm. Three top. I don't see it happening again. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. But for the many, many reasons that I gave you on today's show, I never see it happening again that there's five. Three, maybe. Five. No way. No, it's not going to happen. There's not enough variables behind it. So that wraps it up. I'm Joe Burns. Boy, you do love statistics, huh? I do. It makes me happy. I'm Tammy Burns. And that wraps it up. Class is dismissed. She loves you, yeah.